0: four three two <laughs> Welcome to Money Making Conversations Masterclass. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. People always talk about their purpose or gifts. If you have a gift, lead with your gift and let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My next next guest is a perfect example of leading with her gifts, understanding her purpose, and um, accomplishing her dreams because she lives them every day. Her name is Shirley Raft, an award-winning actress, singer, producer, author, and philanthropist. Shirley's renowned entertainment career on screen and stage spans over three decades. In the ever-changing entertainment landscape, Shirley's career has spanned the range of comedy. Drama, TV, film, and theater. She's starring currently in a new comedy series, very, very funny comedy series called Abbott Elementary. It airs on ABC on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. It also, I saw the three episodes on Hulu, so you can catch it on ABC.com or Hulu. I saw them on Hulu, all three episodes, fantastic. She plays the character Barbara, a longtime and respected Philadelphia kindergarten teacher, and it's amazing <laughs> and very, very relatable, by the way. And and while working in front of the camera, she keeps her life busy. She is also a passionate health advocate and honored AIDS advocate. She is the founding director of DIVA. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations Masterclass the incredible incredibly accomplished Shirley Raff. How are you doing, Cheryl? I'm doing great. Oh, should thinking. I say Miss Raph? Or should I say Miss Raph? Because you can you, say, you can say goddess. God, you can there say you go. Because you, like you, <laughs> you look like a goddess, you look like a diva. You've having an, an amazing career. I recently saw this interview, uh it was on YouTube which uh, we was talking about uh Sidney Portier. And and, uh, and and he was moved by that. Uh, can you before we get into the master class, can you give my audience the, your reaction to his passing and the, and the significance of someone like Cidney Portier and his background and relationship to you?
1: You know it's it's so interesting. Well first of all you you gave me you took a few years off of my career, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is a wonderful thing except for the fact that it's been close to 45 years, my very Mm. first job. I was 19 years old, Uh fresh out of college. Mm. And Sidney Poitier gave me my very first job in a film called A Piece of the Action, which Mm. was the last of a trilogy of films that he did (laughs) with Bill Cosby. Cosby. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I played a bad young girl (laughs) by the name of Barbara Hanley. I remember (laughs) It's so funny because barbara hanley i i've been hearing people say that's why barbara howard is such a a great teacher because she was barbara hanley so i i just love the fact that people are able you know through all of these generations Mm -hmm. are able to put it together full circle like that and That The start for me was Mr. Poitier, who stayed in touch with me for most of my career. The last time I spoke with him, I had just gotten cast in a series called Instant Mom. Yes, with with Tiamari, right? Tiamari. That's right. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he was so wonderful. And he told me how proud he was of me and that I didn't let him down. And
0: it (laughs) was a great Great conversation. Well, you know, the interesting thing about your character, because, you know, I've been a sitcom writer, and so I've been fortunate to, uh, you know, create lines with Sarah Finney Johnson, who Uh, was. You know, Sarah Finney is one of the greats. Sarah
1: Finney is is another one of those people who, you know, she was one of the creators of Moesha. Mm -hmm. And from generation to generation, people know Sarah from the quad. They know her (laughs) from... You know, so many things. And yes. right now she's on Queen Sugar. Mm-hmm. But there have been so many series mm-hmm. that Sarah Finney has had
0: a major hand in, quite literally. Well, you know, you've, you've had your hands in several levels. You know, we can all go back to Dream Girls, And I remember what I was doing the Steve Harvey. My first sitcom was Steve Harvey's uh, Me and the Boys. And all we could do, and that was in 1994, and all they kept saying, we got to get Shirley it because she's the one. She's the one. We got to have him as a—because of- he needed a love interest. Uh, our first, because our first love interest was Wendy Riccar Robinson. And said, so, yes, yeah, she's good, but we got to get Shirley wrapped And I remember it was just a push in the writers' room, and all the executive producers, all the ABC network said she's the one. And you've always had that she's the one tone from the industry, and it comes from not only relationships, but doing the job and being a professional. And a lot of people misstep that because of the fact that you can only, I think, have a long career when people have worked with you and want to work with you again. Talk about longevity and relationships. I think you just put your, your um, voice on it.
1: Who knows you? Mm -hmm. Who likes you? Mm -hmm. Who wants to work with you? Mm -hmm. Who wants to work with you again? Mm -hmm. I, I just came back from Philadelphia. You know, I commute my husband senator hughes of pennsylvania mm-hmm. he and i mm-hmm. well i do the commuting <laughs> but we were laughing because a friend of mine has a new series shy mcbride shy and i did a movie together called distinguished gentlemen absolutely with Eddie murphy absolutely and yeah and then shy and i have you know on and off you know in touch he got his new sitcom and he said i gotta get shirley ralph <laughs> And I came. I was on the plane, and they were like, "Shia's asking me if you'll do this show with him." Mm-hmm. And you know, it's small, but I'm just like, when your friends and people call mm-hmm. you because they've got to have you, the least you can
0: say is. Okay, yes. Yeah. Well, I, I love to tell everybody, I've been in the room where they've been demanding and asking for this young lady, this diva, this goddess. And over the years, I've seen her, you know, and and, and guess what? She came on the set and she delivered. But here's the thing about it is that she delivered with humbleness, professionalism. Um, there's a certain uh, way you come on, because I've been fortunate to be around a lot of stars and some stars I don't want to be around. OK, and some talent that aren't stars I don't want to be around. OK, we don't even get in that because she knows what I'm talking about. And so but the problem, the, the issue is always delivering if Because we are working on a stress situation. You know, we have to deliver. we do doing lines. We have to make sure the line reads right. We have to write a character. You have to come in. And we're all hoping and praying that this series gets renewed. People watch yeah. the series, get the ratings. It's so many things that go into creating the project, then you have to put it out there and see if the general public likes it. And then you have to have a talent like Shirley Ralph who wants to promote it. See, see, if she doesn't, you know what I'm saying? See, that's why you're doing this
1: show about (laughs) money making because promotion, promotion, promotion. You can have the most incredible idea, script series out there, but if nobody knows it's there, It means absolutely nothing, you know. I shoot two series. I shoot Abbott Elementary, and I shoot a series called Motherland Fort Salem, which is an
0: outstanding series
1: on free form.
0: Absolutely, I don't. girl, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay, I got you. Uh, Because uh, uh, that uh, Demetria. Uh, she's on that show. That's exactly right, <laughs> and people
1: should see Demetria. People should see the show when you've got a woman like me as the forty fifth, the forty fifth president of the United mm-hmm. States mm-hmm. in an alternative world mm-hmm. where the future is truly feminine. They should see it, mm-hmm. but they don't see it. Because of a lack of promotion. Mm-hmm. But Abbott Elementary, <laughs> Abbott Elementary's pouring the sauce, baby, on everything. You hear me? Oh, my gosh. When we were shooting this show in secret, people what? were like, hold up, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That, that that little girl from what? Mm-hmm. Black Lady Sketch Show? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. The, that, that little woman from... BuzzFeed, the Q lady. The, I call her the true queen bee.
0: I, yes. mm-hmm. oh, oh, we need to know about
1: this. Yes. It has been amazing. Well, it well, has been amazing. Well, you know,
0: the, the interesting thing about it, because before the show came on my radar, you know, it hit buzz. And then my staff would say, Rishon, have you seen Abbott Elementary? I said, no, I haven't seen you. Richard, you got to see it. It's funny. This is funny. This is really, really funny. <laughs> and so, and then I saw an article on her, because I, I, I live in two cities. I live in Atlanta. I live in Houston. I always read the Houston newspaper. And I just saw an article on the creator and the lead. in the, And I was just reading about her. And I would go, OK. And then they said, oh, you know, Shirley Ralph scheduled to do your show. I go, OK, I got to watch. Because what I don't do, Cheryl, I do not interview people on that. You know, just read your bio and ask generic questions. I hate that. I hate that. So I'm sitting on my sofa yesterday and I saw episode one. I saw episode two. I saw episode three. And I, the principal, uh, 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 the, uh, the, the Janelle, the, James.
1: Oh, Janelle <laughs> James, I think is a bright talent that she has not acted before. This is her You're first kidding time me. Kidding really me. in a show like this. And she is killing
0: it. Killing it, you and, and, and here's the thing about it. it's set in Philadelphia. It's a it's a kindergarten setting, you know, like all. No, it's a it's a primary school primary setting. School, primary school setting, and so and so. When, when, I'm, when we say that, means that it's a public school, correct? Because they are they're struggling for funds, yeah. they're struggling to get supplies, they're struggling to yeah. deliver adequate and correct education to these young kids, and 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 it is a black population of kids that attend this school, yeah. which is typical. For a public school, mm-hmm. and uh, her character Barbara is the seasoned teacher. The, the, I would say the you, you always have these shows where you have to have somebody who's extreme, and that's uh, that's the, the white character. She's extreme because you don't know if she because she has a line that she said, you know, I can make more money on the streets, and you don't know what that means. <laughs> you go. Is that drugs? Is that prostitution? What is she it's talking like about? What is she selling? <laughs> right. <laughs> and and, and, and then, that's
1: played by Lisa Ann Walter. And, and she, she is really amazing and wonderful as well.
0: And and you feel the reality of a character. You feel the the, the comedic frustration of all these characters that are put together. And, and I think that's what it all happens. When we talk about this series, Abbott Elementary, when well, you do a table read, Cheryl, and a table read, gonna tell everybody, it's like, you know, you, they bring everybody in the cast, the, the executive producer's there, sometimes network is there. Of course, the person who wrote the script and other writers. And then the cast sits around a table and they read the script, okay, on the, yeah. in, in seats. That's when you really get a sign, a sense of if something's flat or something works. Uh, they want to expand right. on it. You add to it. All oh, that. We'll we're, 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 we're fix that. We'll fix that. We'll fix that. How was it that table read when you sat down for this series? The pilot. I, I honestly have to tell
1: you that sitting there, listening to the show, I really knew that I was on to something very special right you know when we were doing dream girls back in the day mm-hmm. and we would stand in the wings and listen to jennifer holliday sing i knew we were on to something special when i met brandy doing moesha and this young girl came on in all of her braids and just <laughs> being herself i knew we were on to something special that table wreath With Abbott Elementary, I was doing a hallelujah dance. I was like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. This is it, my God. This is what I have been working for. Yes, sir. Hashanah. (laughs) Yes. We will be right back with more Money-Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money-Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald.
0: First of all, I I felt... You were, you were two of my teachers in high school. Uh, that's that's okay. Linda Traylor. She's my biology teacher. And there's Georgia Nelson. She was my math teacher. You know, they were both people who focused me, who, who who allowed me to sit here in this chair today because of those two teachers. So I felt your character, Barbara, was very relatable from that standpoint because cause I needed that. I needed that person that, okay, you, you Stop! Stop all the silliness. This is who you are, and that's what your character is defines this role in there. And the beauty of this series, everybody, it's kind of like shot like it's a docu series. In other words, if, if they make it seem like a documentary team is following them around in school, so you get a lot of action towards the camera, and then a lot of did, did I say that in front of the camera? <laughs> and so so, you can, <laughs> and so so that also plays into another a fourth wall, and you are the fourth wall that they're talking to. And that really makes for an original concept for us to review this sitcom because it, I'm pretty sure it's a single camera they're shooting. It's not a multi-camera, it's single camera. No, right? No,
1: we have, it's amazing because what um, Quinta has developed here is something literally brand new. Okay. Well, maybe it's not brand new, but it's, it's very different because when we're working, we have a whole ballet going on with the cameras. They they're never still. They're they're not on you know not rack and roll. Right, right, they're right. on sort of scooters with wheels uh-huh. and everything. Mm-hmm. So they're they're it's almost like a dance, right? That they're right. doing with each other mm-hmm. to make sure that they catch everything. There are some things that they have caught, and I was like, I know they didn't just catch that. <laughs> You know, and sometimes I see the show and I'm like, oh, my God, they're like watching everything. Yes, 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 you yes, know, yes. it's 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 like that. And it's been it's been great to be a part of something brand new. And I say this a lot. But Quinta Brunson, when I look at Quinta Brunson, I feel the way I believe Maya Angelou felt when she looked at me. Mm -hmm. Maya Angelou looked at me and said one day, when I hear you speak, Shirley Ralph, I know (laughs) it was all worth it. And I felt so, oh, my God, it it just made me feel so good. And now when I look at Quinta and here Mm -hmm. she is writing, creating, Mm -hmm. producing Mm -hmm. this show, Mm -hmm. I look at her Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've been through it with this industry, and I feel it was all worth it. And I'm just so proud of her. Well, you know, so and, and
0: you should be. You know, her background. Her mom was a teacher. The Quinta, that's, that's the star right. of the show and the creator, uh, and so that. So she's 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 gaining information from a lifestyle that she grew up around. And then but That's right. it still goes back to the characters that, you know, the, whether it's the janitor, whether it's the, the subteacher. William you know, Stanford you know, plays the janitor and he is funny because
1: he's always in the room. <laughs> right. And then he says something crazy and you're like, I forgot he was right there. Or yeah. or
0: oh, oh, he knows, y'all, when y'all in the break room. He can say whatever. Y'all not listening. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going fishing. I'm going fishing. <laughs> Nobody goes, what did he say? But, but Exactly. Well, you know, the, the the fun part about it, I'm, I'm speaking to Shirley Ralph, the incredible Shirley Ralph, I have on my show. We all know her history in television, stage directing, <laughs> author, uh, but this show that she's starring in, uh, Abbott Elementary, which airs on ABC on Tuesdays. If you miss it, go to ABC.com, go to Hulu. I caught it on Hulu. It's an amazing show from a docu series style, because the cameras—they—they they are there. Sometimes they go, "Ooh, I didn't know the cameras were there." Uh, I didn't really mean to say that. You gonna cut that, right? And then so, <laughs> and so it captures a lifestyle of. It's a very modern approach. It's good. The the principal, the school principal, she actually has a green screen <laughs> studio in, in her in her office. <laughs> and so oh, yeah. that's that's what I really loved about it. It felt so modern, but it didn't feel forced. And I right. think that I think that that's important that people hear that because I had a friend of mine that was saying that they they were they were working on a project, a sitcom project, and they said that the executive came back and said, Well, it feels kind of dated, it feels like a like a traditional sitcom. Well, this is not a traditional sitcom. And I'm just gonna let you know that it's it's a very uh innovative, it's very it's very modern, it's very sensitive. It also has those dramatic moments, which I like in brilliant sitcoms where, you know, we can laugh through the pain but then we got the message of the pain. Talk about that. Thank you. You know, it's
1: so interesting. When I first saw the script, I loved the character of the principal. And I said to Quinta, give me a shot at the principal. And she said, no, absolutely not. We need a queen for Mrs. Howard, yes, and that's yes, you. Yes, And yes. she has given me the wonderful task of doing exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. I deliver the heart and the message of the show. Last week's episode, when someone, when a group of um, privileged college students come in and they want to fulfill the wish list <laughs> yes. and they break into the classroom mm-hmm. and Miss Howard has to say, no, no, get out, get out. Out. Yes. And then to confront young Janine to say, I know my students don't have everything, mm-hmm. but my students don't need to know right. that they have everything. Right. right. Let right. them be happy and enjoy what it is they have. Right. And that's very really
0: true. Back that's... These expensive gifts. Oh, hell No. No. Yes. You know, it's really interesting you say that because, you know, if, if you get a slice of my life, and I grew up in the hood, and I grew up with uh, six sisters, two brothers, two bedroom shotgun house. That was me. So I go through high school. And I'm going to tell you this, it wasn't until college that I actually used a fork and knife, you know. So so when I would eat, and when I eat, my friends would go, why do you eat everything with a spoon? Well, that's all I had. At the house was a spoon. And so I would cut my meat with a spoon. I would go, dude, there's a knife and a fork there. Well, guess what? I didn't know. I didn't have it. So guess what? I was I was cool with it. And then, of course, I realized, okay, there are other <laughs> utensils that you can, use, and as, can do, use. That you can use. But that, that's exactly what you're saying. If you don't know, then you're comfortable with... Guess what? It didn't hurt my growth, it didn't stunt my growth. It was just something I didn't know was available to me, but it didn't stop me from being successful. And that's what I take away from that line when I saw that moment, it was just a flashback to my life when I was just in college cutting everything with a spoon. I was eating with a spoon and when I when I went through the line, I just grabbed a spoon. And because you know you got a knife and fork over there, I go, "Okay, no biggie, I'm cool." And but, but the life wonderful just- point the wonderful point
1: to this is that You were raised in a home that made you feel good about what you had. Yes. You did not feel less than. Yes. And I love the fact that we were able to say that out loud. You should not be made to feel less than because you don't have as much as others. You know, I I tell you, I'm a plain old ordinary middle class child of the 60s Mm -hmm. kid and I always thought I was rich. Right. Always right. thought right. I was rich. Right. I grew up and found out I wasn't rich. Right, 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 my right, right, parents right. made me feel mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. about what I had and where I was in life. And just like you, it did not stop me from reaching for my dreams. It did not deter me from being
0: becoming who it was I am still becoming. I want to talk about you being an aid activist before I close out, because I think it's an important part of who you are. I've seen what you've done over the years is you've been front and center. And I think that's important that people know that, you know, you want to, you know, like I see how recently Betty White passed away and they honored her on her 100th birthday by, because he's an advocate for pets. You know, you know some animals. Humans, she animals, loves animals. animals. Yeah. And so, and I'm not comparing her activism for AIDS to pets. I'm just saying that people are, are more than what you see they are. They do more behind the scenes. And sometimes just because they're public figures, you entertain. That's all we care about. That's all we want to know. You've been an activist in AIDS. Talk about why that was so. You've been honored the United Nations. You've been honored the, the, the Jamaica. You know, you have been a international advocate talk about why that has been so important to you as an original company
1: member of dream girls the musical the original Mm -hmm. on broadway you know we lost one third of our company to aids not hiv to aids and nobody said anything about that loss and somehow it stuck with me. And I said, no, we have to do better. We have to acknowledge these talented, amazing, <laughs> beautiful men that we have lost and mm. a few women, too, mm-hmm. but not in our company. Mm-hmm. But that's how I got involved. Right. And it's so hard for me now, after everything I learned about the HIV virus Mm -hmm. and the Corona-19 virus, so many parallels, so many similarities Mm -hmm. that tell me a lot about human behavior. People are hard-headed. Yes. People do not believe the truth, even when it is told to them. People enjoy lives. When they say ignorance is not bliss, It is only a saying as a warning. Yes. When it came to HIV, we knew that condoms were a known barrier to the disease. Could we get people to wear condoms? Could we get women to carry condoms and protect themselves? No, just like we can't get people to adhere to mask wearing now with COVID-19. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't fit. Same excuses we had back in the day with HIV, the same excuses now we have with masks and the virus. Get tested. Know your status so you don't spread the di- disease. Mm-hmm. HIV, get tested. Could we get people to get tested? And if they did get tested, mm-hmm. they would only go in for their first test and would not come back for their results. Mm-hmm. Like so many people walking around halfway vaccinated for Corona now mm-hmm. or completely unvaccinated for Corona Mm -hmm. people who know or knew that they were positive for HIV back in the day did not tell anybody like people now know they're positive for COVID-19. Don't tell anybody Mm. and then act like it's a lie. Yes. HIV did not have to become a black woman in the South burden. But it is. Mm-hmm. Corona 19 does not have to become endemic, meaning a part of who we are. So, just like the flu, you have to get a booster, a shot every year or every two, three, four months. Who knows what it's <laughs> going to be with Corona? People are hard headed. They don't want to listen to the truth and they want to make up all kind of stories around these things, talking about why should people, why should the government be telling me what to do? Well, here's, here's some things that you don't have to do. Please do not get a driver's license. Get out there and drive without your license. See what happens when they find you driving without a license. Mm -hmm. Please. If you're in a state where they charge you income tax, Don't pay your taxes. Just don't pay your taxes, because when the IRS finds you, you're going to see what happens when people tell you some of the things that you have to do. And by the way, we vaccinate our children for a lot of diseases so that they can go to school so that other children don't get sick. I suggest you try not vaccinating your child for anything because that child will not be going to school anywhere so those are just a few of the things that the government tells you you must do what you going to do that's what i need to know what you going to do cuz see i need you to survive and I need you to fight for our doggone right to vote, because if you want to make some money, you need to be able to vote and tell people where to spend the money that they have got for you that you don't know about because you're not part of this. You're not voting. I'm just saying, don't get me started.
0: That's my life. <laughs> that's the- <laughs> well, I would tell you this. That little portion right there will be clipped and put on my social media because that's the part of it. life. That's the, that's the Shirley Rafter I know. That's surely if I've seen that's a part that you hear in this interview. She's an award winning actress, singer, producer, author, philanthropist. She's a goddess. She's a diva. More importantly, on Tuesdays, Hulu, ABC.com, watch a very funny series, Abbott Elementary. It stars, it airs on ABC, but they got so many great outlets that you can see it. It's a brilliant comedy set in Philadelphia, primary school. You, my friend. Uh, outstanding! You still look amazing. I also saw yeah. you walk around that little bathing suit on social media too. So I thought that <laughs> they went viral. I didn't want to say that till the end. I saw you walking around. I saw you walking around. You went viral, and I'm not, I'm saying, how is she on my how is she on my timeline? Hi, I showed it to my wife. I said, how is Shirley Raff on my timeline? Walking around her <laughs> poo. Walking around her poo. But, girl, you're fantastic. Thank you. I just wanted to put that little embarrassment in front of you. But you look great. Uh, I'm, you. I'm promoting your show. Thank you for taking the time to come. Money Making Conversation Masterclass. Shirley Ralph, I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Thank you.